Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have the return of Marge. Hello, I'm Marge from Canada and host of Bite Me, the show about edibles. <laughs> it's like when we're giving out the intros there, we do all slowly thinking as we're speaking, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you might be, I'm not. Well, I'm just trying to make sure that I don't say like my, you know, I, I am blah, blah from the UK and say my real name instead of Mackie. That's something that always terrifies me when we start these live streams. It's like, no, don't say real name. Don't say real name. Don't say real name. <laughs> my real name is Mackie. Anyway, yeah. If you mess right. up that way, only say your first real name. That's a little bit better than saying the whole thing, at least. Yes, you know? that's right. That's right. So how are you doing, Monkey? You good? Doing okay, man. It's beautiful weather down here in the Southeast U.S., man. Wonderful vacation land. Everyone needs to come visit right now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what you were saying before the yeah, show started. Yeah, that so sarcasm was thick, man. That that sarcasm no, will get us a flag. <laughs> Jesus. I'm trying to sit down there and figure out a way to make it, to, you know, hey, mind over matter. If I think it's good, it's going to be fine. I'll be happy. So, yeah, the great mm -hmm. weather, everybody. Wonderful Sunday. Hope everybody's day is as good as it is. mine is today. Wow. You've been on that whiskey? No, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not even heavy on the weed, man. Just trying to change my attitude with this heat down here. Yeah, you're like losing your mind a little bit there. It's just it's I been too hot are. for too long. Too hot for too long. Mm. No rain for too long. Just you know, yeah, everything. Everybody's we got fires everywhere. People are hot and upset, angry. You know, we we just need a nice cool day. Big old rainy weekend. And a big party for everybody down here, and everybody would be uh, back to normal again. Nice. Big, that's a big agenda. That's a lot to ask. You know, we want good weather, we want happy people, and we want a party. That's what it's like in the UK. But then when the weather does become what people want it to, like, oh, I'm sick of all this rain. And I'm sure you've all heard <laughs> me doing it on the show. Now I'm sick of all this rain. And it, now it's too hot. You know, now it's too raining. <laughs> now it's too hot. Now it's, God damn. Can't oh, well. sleep because of the heat. That's the way it is, man. <laughs> There's always something. You gotta find something to complain about. But you know, you gotta find some things that are good too, I suppose. But anyway, what you say, Bubble? You are here too. Good day, guys. Bubble Hawk here, coming at you from the land of the Vegemite Sunrise, the only country with a former uh prime minister that has a world record for skull and beer, and uh it's perfect weather here. Absolutely beautiful 23 degree days. Beautiful. Nice, now that nice. is fucking just about right, man. It's just about perfect. So we've probably got about another two weeks of this before it becomes pissing down rain and <laughs> uh, the heat starts coming back. So we've yep. actually had yeah. a couple of good days. We had a few days at 30C, it was absolutely perfect. So this isn't your like height of winter, is it? When does the height of winter oh, no, come we're, for you we're guys? Starting to, we're starting to pull into spring, man. Oh, we're right. Really okay. Yeah. Because like, we're coming into autumn. July. So, yeah. About June. Yeah. So, usually end of June, early July is when it's the, the dead cold. That's that's when we're getting like negatives overnight. Mm -hmm. um, in some places. I mean, if you're coastal, you're going to be sort of single digits. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. Middle, middle winter is usually around end of June, early July, but it'll stay cold. Uh, or like it's still cold at night here. Like last night was about oh, six or seven. 
Right. So it was mm. cold enough to need um to need the blankets, but not cold enough to need a fire. So there you go. Right. Nah. Nice. That's your that's your weather report from around the world this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Beautiful weather down here in the southeast yeah. US. I'm gonna say it again, it's wonderful down here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how do you have a good weekend there, Marge? Because I know you was away with family having a good time. Yeah, and I, again, I kind of wish it was a little warmer, believe it or not. But did you have an edibles party? Nice. What's that? Did you have an edibles party? Oh yeah, edibles were eaten. Yes, damn, they were consumed. It was a lovely time. Nice, yeah, man, that's cool. It's good to have you back. It's good to have you back. Thanks for joining Thank us you. again. So we're going to cover the cannabis news and events as we do. We think we have five stories to be covering from around the world, and the one from the UK. Fella, how for you all, everybody, is a piss take. Okay, let's just say that. <laughs> it's not. It's not good news. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's good news. Maybe it's good news. I just think it's um shocking. Yeah, but do you think it's good news? Did you read it? I'm looking at the headline now, and right. Uh, judging by the headline, it's debatable. <laughs> yeah, know. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, okay. Yeah, we'll yeah. see when we get there. Nice bit yeah. of retention skills there, Marge. I like it. No, no everybody's just clinging on the edge of their seat, wondering, right. oh, my God, I wonder what, what the I story is about. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, we have the Cannabis Grow Guides as well, where we're going to be talking about UV light and cannabis plants, and are they beneficial? And if they are beneficial, how do you use them? And all that kind of stuff. Uh, and it's an interesting one, man. UV is uh, one of those things that you can add to your grow room if you get the right lights. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. We learned some interesting stuff while I studied in this one. So what Did else is see- there to say? Sorry, Bubble. Did you see Hillbilly Herb's joke in the chat? Oh, we got some jokes, have we? <laughs> oh, for the, yeah. Just for everybody else. Why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella? Full drizzle. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, it made me chuckle. Very nice there, yeah, Bill Billy. So Very so nice. Bad. So I heard one. I've got one before we move on to the shout out for everybody. Right. Uh-oh. So we've got a family driving down the road as they do, and they're driving behind a dump truck. Right. They've got the mum and the dad in the front, and the two kids in the back. Proper nuclear family. This one, and they're just driving down the road behind this dump truck. And for some reason, after the dump truck hits a bump in the road a dildo flies out of the back of it and bounces off the windscreen of the car, right? And mom and dad, they look at each other awkwardly, like, oh, I hope the kids don't see that. <laughs> and then the, the little boy in the back, he's going, wow, mom, what was that? And you know, the both parents were embarrassed here. <laughs> so uh, the dad goes, uh, it was a fly. It was a fly hitting the windscreen. That's all. And then the kid says, <laughs> God damn it. I'm surprised they could get off the ground with a cock like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a funny joke. I seen that one the other day. It made me chuckle. God damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's Mackie caliber for sure, that one. Yeah. Right. Now, that, that was probably one of my best ones. It actually had purpose in the storyline and the punchline at the end and shit. It, had, it was had all the category for a joke there. I think there's improvement. <laughs> Let us know out of all the Mackie jokes you've heard so far, which one is your favorite? Yes. Well, we're all smoking on that. That's what we should cover, shouldn't we? But, but what you got? Um, yep. Uh, <laughs> he's already he forgotten. I said he don't smoked it all gone already. 
Oh, it's, been, it's it's been a long few days. Um, <clears throat> what have I got? Um, actually, I've got some purple Kush, and I was mixing that with a little bit of the blackjack to great effect. Um, and I've got some dabs, so I was just going to hit all of that and uh, see where the morning takes me. I suppose. Don't you love nice. it when you find a good combination like that that enhance each other, man? Yeah, I mean, you could call it enhance, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, by the end of it, it's I, I wouldn't say I'm enhanced as such. As no, the effects enhanced, but, but you're not enhanced. The effects enhanced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I if I sound like I'm dribbling, you know why? Yeah, I've had a few strains that'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, you got much. What are you eating, partaking, drinking? What were you having? Uh, today, I do have some edibles today and nothing I've made myself, sadly, but uh, some edibles that I purchased and I've got a little fuel dog from TG actually, but I'll have to tread lightly on that because that shit fucks me up. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, and nice. I got to remain coherent at least for the next couple hours. Yeah, that's what I'm like, because I've got a little <laughs> uh, White Widow joint, smoking a joint today of White Widow, pure, no tobacco. So, you know, it's all good. But I've had a few drawers on that. I'm a little high already. It's like, I better pace yeah. myself. With this one. <laughs> yeah. And what's when Monkey got? What you got, Monkey? Time? Sorry, uh, Bubble. Let's see. Are you right? Go ahead, Bubble. Go ahead. I was just going to say, when was the last time you had tobacco in a joint? Oh, don't yeah, do tobacco in a, in a joint. No, a couple of yeah, years now. Go. Yeah. Oh, a couple uh, of years. It's, it's, it's common here, but I haven't done it in years. And when, you, when I roll one up, and people are like, bro, is that straight? You're like, of course. And they <laughs> look at you <laughs> like you're some kind of fiend. You're like, right. Yeah, and when it's, it's the opposite, I'm not a fiend. No, I'm not a tobacco yeah. fiend. I only want weed. I don't want to put anything with it. I would rather smoke less joints. Well, I don't even smoke joints. It's just this weekend I've uh, smoked a couple of blunts. So uh, I'm uh, finishing today with a joint, and then I won't smoke so much tomorrow probably. But we'll see. Maybe I will. It's an option, and it's a choice. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, what you got, Monkey? Uh, right now in the vape is uh, some cherry gasm in the in the Ariser XG2 from our sponsor. Yes. Mm. So uh, this is first taste. It hasn't really aged out yet, so it hasn't quite got that full taste that I'm looking for just yet. But it's getting nice. Kind of nice. a creeper. One of those that you know you don't think you're high until all of a sudden it hits you on the head, going like you're high. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know that feeling. Uh, Chilbert said he's got lots lots of test smokes. Q blue, red lead puck, super silver haze, sour diesel crosses. Chilbert's always got some nice variety there. Uh, Supranic said, I actually just poured some infused cookies out the oven. Share, you know, share now. Oh, mate. I take my coffee with two two sugars and a little bit of milk, bro. That'd be nice, (laughs) a hot infused cookie with with the Mm -hmm. podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, lots of nice yeah. stuff out there, but we are we're already on quarter past and we're just gonna sit here and change shit. Unless we <laughs> as we do put some direction <laughs> back in the show and be like, we do have cannabis news and events to be discussing. But yeah, everybody keep letting everybody else know what's going on in the chat there. You know, share what, what you're smoking, what munches have you got? Some Kentucky fried chicken skin or something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> <real>. Just the <laughs> just the skin. <laughs> just the skin. <laughs> Uh, uh, we went to get chicken last night at the drive-thru and I swear there was an item on the menu of just chicken skin, Mackie. I'm going like, oh, if yes. he was here, he'd get a yes. whole bucket of that shit right there. Honestly, this is why I've got to leave this country, man. The USA is the place for me. <laughs> <laughs> it is Sorry, true. Much. 
when I cook like chicken in the oven, I always buy it with the skin on it because you cover that in some olive oil and it comes out nice and crispy. It's like, the oh, best yeah. Mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give me a bucket yeah. of chicken skin, please. Yeah. <laughs> and a new toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Anyway, let's do it. Here's yeah. the cannabis news and offense. So, of course, we have some news and events from around the world. Uh, Who's going to go first is the first question that we need to answer. Who, does well, anybody feel, well, Monkey's got two. Yeah. So, Monkey, do you want to go first two. on one of yours? Yeah. And this one kind of, I think it's a little bit out there. So let's let's start with this one here. Um, and we'll, we'll just leave mine one to a little bit later in the show because of the retention that we've built up in the intro for it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> All right. This says Bill would force teen potheads, I like that term, to attend counseling with parents. Oh my god, that's my worst oh nightmare. Oh my god, <laughs> that's yeah. why I'm, with that's parents, why I'm, you know, exactly, uh. guys. Let's take a look at this thing. It says parents can't <laughs> puff up pass on this meeting. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> how lame! What a crap title. Now, Just now this, this doesn't really say it right here in, in, too early in the article, but this is taking place in Texas. So let's just start with that right there. Okay. Legislation introduced by State Assemblyman Brian, uh, excuse me, Keith Brown of, Nor- of Northport would require anyone under 21 caught in smoking the sticky icky to attend a cannabis diversion program and force the parents to attend with the sessions. Wow. Now, wait a minute. Right there is why I had to grab this article. Oh, my God. Would any of you guys want want to go sit through a meeting with your 20-and-a-half-year-old son, daughter? This is what I'm thinking. I mean, in the UK, it would probably be 18, because that's when we can consume alcohol is when we're 18. And just sitting there thinking about, having to sit in the room with your parents at 20 years old. (laughs) And, you know, at this point, you've probably moved out. Well, you know, back in my day, you would have been moved out by that age. Things are different nowadays, because everything's expensive. You're in college, you're either that or you're on your own, you got your own apartment and you get arrested. Now you got to call your parents because they got to go to a meeting with you. Excuse me, this is insane. This is, I mean, I just, it sounds like something off of a sitcom. Hi, mom, I need you to come to a meeting with me. (laughs) Can you take (laughs) off work? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's keep going on the article and see what else goes on here. Okay, this is an opportunity to uh, to address and put some teeth into the Marijuana Regulation and Taxation Act, Brown told the Post, referring to the law that legalized adult cannabis in the Empire State. Well, this is actually taking place. I'm sorry, this is New York, not Texas. Yeah, yeah. Empire State. Wow. Okay, that's even worse, to be honest with you. Misinformation <laughs> spreader. <You know? laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a correction. Edit, edit, edit. Under the current state law, those who are caught possessing or using ganja under the legal age of 21 are penalized with a paltry $50 fine, less than the cost of a premium bag of weed. Now, I'll say, wait a minute, 50 bucks is not going to be uh, paltry to, let's say, a high school kid. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. The current penalty of 50, 50 bucks on a pamphlet is hardly enough prevention, he added. Uh, we're going to say to treat marijuana like alcohol, we need to treat marijuana like alcohol. Since Albany legalized the use and sale of marijuana, legislatures have opened up a Pandora's box when it comes to cannabis use. In the Big Apple, the presence of pot has exploded in recent years, including throughout the city's schools. There are whole corridors and whole stairwells that just reek of pot, said Forest uh, Hills High School teacher 
Adam Bergstein, who added that these kids who toke up before the class starts and then keep smoking marijuana in school. Now, that happened when I was a kid in school. Yeah. So I, I fully under, I fully, I mean, I don't understand how they think that this, anything like this is going to change. It's been happening for years. You know? the yeah. only way I'd but, ever attend maths. <laughs> yeah, you know, fuck. But it's, it's it's because of the whole legalization thing, isn't it? They're going to try and put that down down to it. When we know that it's been happening for the whole time, but now yeah. they'll be like, it's legalized. The kids are getting their hands their hands on it and smoking it in school. Right. Well, as of as of early January, students caught possessing in possessions of drug paraphernalia and controlled substances on school grounds jumped eight percent in the school year. Wow, a big eight percent jump in, when they legalized. That's not. That's I'm sorry, but that's not surprising. Compared mm -hmm. to the same period of pre-legalization pre in 2019, according to the City Department of Education data attend, obtained by Chalkbeat. Bergstein, 52, griped that unchecked use is due to the limited repercussions doled to the students caught with weed and thinks forcing parents to take greater responsibility for their children's drug habit would, uh, would could avoid the issue. So they're going to just basically dump it back on the parents. Guys, it's so stupid. Uh, you just you basically have a situation where it's hard to control. So if the parents had to actually participate and be involved, I think you would see a drop in drug use in the schools. He said, "Addiction treatment consultant Ben Cart noted that diversion programs have are, have been there to set the site the been a salve for children's." Oh, I don't understand that. that yeah, term. wow. But, uh, this was written by ChatGPT, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> but warn that parents can can be used to uh as a restraint to the kids seeing and the health concerns tied to underage cannabis use if you get the parents and kids together in a room and give them something to make fun of it it doesn't accomplish anything he said <laughs> i agree I of the let's go ahead march no i was just i don't even really understand that statement but well, <laughs> it's chat gpt and it wasn't even properly written you know, you know, when you when you give Chat GPT something to write, be Pacific, man. Do, the, do a favor. Well, you still have to edit it too, people. Yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You need to do better than this, New York Post. Just saying. Yeah, the critics of the state's relaxed approach toward its cannabis conundrum, however, were heartened by the lawmakers' focus on protecting New York's youth from potential dangers of cannabis. If the state continues to normalize drug use, addressing its impact on our youth is essential," said Councilman Robert Holden. Any law that involves parents and offers programs to educate and guide kids away from drugs is something I'm all in for. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I, I see a lot of problems with this article here. For one thing, if you've got a kid and the parents are, have already tried to, to reason through the whole cannabis thing, all you're going to do is make the situation worse, where now the school's going to have to get the parents in there, the parents are going to get pissed off, and they're going to take it out on the kids, and I can see a bad spiral happen here. This is not mm -hmm. a kind approach. This is, well, this is also assuming that the parents disagree with this. Like, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, my parents, that's my an interesting point. Mm. Good point. There, for when sure. they were in high school, I wasn't like, oh, go to school high. We had sort of boundaries around it, but um, yeah, mm -hmm. that's making a lot of assumptions about the parents and that they feel the same way as these uh, Democrats or whoever they are are feeling. The, well, it's essentially they're trying to punish the parents for the for the child's uh, behavior, which is really dumb. I mean. Unfortunately, there are just some kids in the world. I don't care how much you punish them; they're not going to change. Oh, maybe 100%. that's you know. At that point, you've got to maybe figure something else out. So you know, right. telling your parent they've already had their parents 
told on them before, you know, for years and years and years. I guarantee you the parents have been told and it's oh, not yeah. working. So call the parents in one more time. Nah, nah, ain't gonna work. I also up, feel like... Pa- oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was, was going to say, hands up how many parents would be going in their high as fuck anyway. Right. <laughs> just to sit, just to get through it. Right. You know, and being like, we don't care. What's your fucking problem? Mind your business. Maybe you should smoke some weed, counselor. You know? <laughs> well, I also feel like shit like this bugs me because they're, all, they're always like, any law that involves parents and offers programs to educate and guide kids away from drugs is something I'm all for. And that statement right there just is so short-sighted because true education would be a lot more nuanced than just being like, don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. To me. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I do, you know, because be... kids are going to do, and I also hate that they refer to it as a drug, but, mm-hmm. you know. It was, a yes, especially when they're talking about treating it like alcohol, you know, you're not calling alcohol a drug. In, in and you're also not calling the parents alcohol. when you find your kid at school with a bottle of booze or something. Like, where's... Nope. It doesn't make sense either. Double no, imagine that. Fucking! If I was there, my kid got called in. He's twenty years old, and the the counselor was like, "Yo, uh, you know, this kid here's been smoking cannabis." I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, let's go, man! Let's go smoke some weed." <laughs> it, it just doesn't make any. I mean, we can really get crazy here. You you can have a twenty year old who is smoking weed, married with kids, and now he's got to call his mommy and daddy to come into a meeting with him. Excuse right. me, you know this is just way out there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me started. I could don't get don't get a monkey rant going here. I'm not gonna do it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's fucking it's interesting for sure. I wonder if this will move on to the UK, which it probably will. Because this I is the kind of feeling, thing that the UK likes. We gotta remember this is just being proposed by a Republican over there right now. And I don't think that the voters are gonna have this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is and you're just creating uh red tape and expenses that, that are going to have to be followed through here. And you're going to piss off a bunch of people. So I don't think it's going to happen. Up until the well, age, I mean, if it's, if they're like less than 15, 16, then it's like, yeah, get, get the kid in the fucking to be spoken about school, you know, but well, once you're over 18, though, come yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. That also makes it really tough. I agree. Mm-hmm. And they're also saying that they would see a drop in drug use if the parents had to actually participate and be involved. But I think that's also short-sighted and they don't really understand the problem mm-hmm. you can call it a problem but yeah i think they actually we'd be better off trying to find the root of the of why are the why are these kids smoking weed in the first place is it because they don't understand it it could be harmful to them or maybe maybe they just enjoy it Who no knows? because or maybe probably, they're trying to use it for a medical reason Who knows? Or, or they're just smart and they want to have a good time Without getting fucking drunk, right? It's not like I'm up for the up for kids using fucking weed, but out of everything else, that's the one I would prefer them to use. You know what I mean? They might get a little bit too stoned, but I'd rather them be too stoned than too drunk. You know what I mean? Well, when you're too drunk, you can't move properly. It's it's just one of yeah. those, man. Kids have got to make their own mistakes as they grow up to learn these lessons that we all learned as yeah. we grew up. Well, this is this well, is an old strategy. Sounds like back in the 1950s and 1960s when you would punish the p- parents for the kids misbehaving, and that doesn't work mm-hmm, there nowadays. Mm-hmm. We have a different world, you know, since the internet came around. Yes, thank you, internet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> were you say, Marge? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Uh, I'm trying to remember now. Oh, I think 20- maybe it was about how since legalization that drug use has gone up eight percent or cannabis use, but how much has alcohol use gone down? That's the real question. Possibly. And then the or, thing is, well, the only, I, yeah, okay. 
Oh, say, oh, oh, okay, maybe it's just since it's now legal, eight percent more people admit it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's a big thing too. Yeah. Yeah, and there's still another five percent on top of that. It was like I don't care. I'm still not telling them. You know, yeah, it could be. It could be. <laughs> You know, all of these numbers just—they don't really make a lot of sense. And I think this—you know—somebody's—I, uh, you know, I wholeheartedly agree with with the medical community. But they, they've come out and said that underage cannabis use can be dangerous. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. So I agree mm-hmm. with that. I'll support yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But when you're sitting here splitting hairs about somebody who could be twenty and three quarters uh, years old, and now he's got to have his mommy come talk to the police, nah. Yeah. Talk about idiocy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have more. Let's go for Bubble Hut next, and then we'll do the UK one, everybody. We're just holding out that retention. Uh, yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> but what is, uh, what right. is going on in your side of the world that is also going on in our side of the world? Yeah, that's why I picked it, because <laughs> I thought, fuck, I've heard plenty of yeah, this coming Mackie out. Yeah, like this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, all right. So my one actually comes out of Melbourne, Victoria, and it's uh, more than a ton of cannabis seized linked to the Albanian mafia. Oh, <gasps> what? Not those yep. guys again. Not, not that again, <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're expanding they're different <laughs> islands. Um, more than one ton of cannabis believed to be linked to an Albanian organized crime syndicate has been seized in Melbourne's northwest. On Tuesday, five warrants were executed at a, at homes in Taylor's Hill, Greenvale, Taylor's Lakes, Deer Park, and Rockbank under investigation into the syndicate's involvement in the cultivation and trafficking of cannabis. A 47-year-old Taylor's Hill man, an Albanian national, and a 44-year-old Deer Park woman, a Colombian national, were both arrested. Police will allege the 47-year-old man was the ringleader of the syndicate and have charged him with cultivating and trafficking large commercial quantities of cannabis and possessing proceeds of crime. The 44-year-old woman is believed to be the crop sitter, someone who looks after the plants in the absence of the owner. She was also charged with cultivating and trafficking a commercial quantity of cannabis, the man was remanded and the woman bailed to appear at Melbourne's Magistrates Court on January 8th, 2024. Uh, police seized more than 260 plants from the Taylor's Lakes home, as well as about 185, 200 and 100 plants from the Deer Park, Rock Pank and Greenvale properties, respectively. Uh, at a Taylor's Hill home, an electrical cable was found to be connected to an electrical substation under the property's fence while police also mm. seized about $200,000 in cash. Uh, on Wednesday, a further 180 plants were found at another property in Keylor East, bringing the total amount of cannabis seized under the investigation to more than a tonne. Such an amount has a street value of about $5 million, according to police. Uh, Viper Task Force Detective Acting Inspector Lee Howes said the tonne of cannabis was now a one-way ticket to being destroyed. We will not stop crippling organised crime entities determined to line their pockets through illicit means and ultimately to the severe detriment of the rest of the community, he said. Community tip-offs play a crucial role in any investigation. If you you observe (laughs) or hear any suspicious behaviour, such as covering or blacking out windows, strong plant smells and unusual vehicle or pedestrian movement, please call police. The investigation remains ongoing and police have urged anyone with information about organized crime or illicit drug activity to contact Crime Stoppers. So there we go. Wow. 
And it looked like and from the video on the, on the top of it is that they, they're talking about a ton of cannabis, but it looks to be fresh plants. Yeah. So uh, I, uh, yeah, they, they, okay. <laughs> so here they will weigh the plant fresh and you're charged with that weight. That's Some places not, weigh not with the parts as well, don't they? With the part and the fucking medium. They weigh the I've, whole I've thing. Seen them, yeah, I've seen them weigh it with a, a pot and medium as well. So, you know, a, a seedling in a five-gallon five pot, you, you oh, know, geez. you're fucked. Exactly. <laughs> 15 pounds of weed right there. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just they would do it, man. No. They would hype it off like that. That's what they like. It's ridiculous. But this is the sort of thing, this is where it, it's it's that merge between like this this type of shit running around um, is a lot of it. I'm not saying this stuff was because it doesn't say anything about what they were using to grow it. It just says that they were seized. Um, but a lot of the time, this sort of stuff is is where the PGRs come from because uh, these, these are commercial crops. These are crops that they're making money from. So they want them in and out as quick as possible. So this is, you know, I'm happy that they're not on the street, but the fact that we're wasting police resources tracking down, a, you know, a couple hundred plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of Albanian gangsters out there nowadays, man, because there's loads in the UK. We've done loads of stories. It's popular right now. Albanian gangs coming to the UK to grow a shitload of cannabis. Is it popular in, uh, in Australia as well then? Bubble was just the first time you're well, hearing about it. Our Albanian gangs hasn't been. I mean, I'm sure they've been around for a long time. Well, it's not, you know, it's not really my my niche. I don't. I'm not not really up on on how many gangs that we have here. But normally, it's uh, it's it's Vietnamese gangs that that are the ones that that get uh, pinged for it because they'll come over, they'll rent someone's property, use it for this until they get caught, and then bail so the one so one person will get arrested it'll just be a patsy and then mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the actual ringleaders aren't even in australia and i'm assuming this is very much the same these guys are just the the, the heads of it here um they're pro- they may not even be the heads of it here they're just the ones that got caught because they're crop sitters mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah but no, look honestly and they always the say the same time. thing as well you know like I, I paid to come to the uk and i was forced to do this when you know i'm skeptical of that claim i'm sure that does happen to some people but that's just an excuse that many people use when they have been found out as well i think i think it's a bit of both yeah. you know well, jeff, like that jeff that they are part of the team who does it all they haven't just been put there no they they knew they mm-hmm. knew mm-hmm. um but yeah jeff's just said you know going back on the on the way of everything um, he got done with 10 plants and they weighed it up at 67 kilos. So Jesus. Yeah. So Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Unfortunately. And I've heard of people getting, um, getting in trouble for seeds as well. They'll count a seed as a plant. Wow. So, uh, I'm fucked. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, monkey's going to be in a Netflix documentary soon. <laughs> That's right. I'll be a yeah. Yeah. The man, the man. Cannabis kingpin. <laughs> it's just a small cupboard. Exactly. <laughs> it's full of seeds. Yeah. He had one million plants in a 60 centimeter by 60 centimeter cupboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a million plants. Yeah. But yeah, it isn't even anywhere near that. But no. you know how they like to exaggerate. Right. Let's uh should we do 
let's do the UK one. Come on, let's do it. So there's this one, and I've seen it because it's just it's another one of those. You know, it's it's a brilliant brilliant excuse. <laughs> you know, if you ever get caught growing, do what this lady did. But I don't know if you'll be able to get away with it. We'll see. But we have woman seventy five was unaware growing cannabis plants at her Scots home was illegal. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant, right? Brilliant. Mm. This is what I would say. I didn't know it was still. I thought it was legal now. What are you talking about? I'll just read this article out. I won't put it on the screen. Um, a killing. This is a different. This is a place where she lives in in killing. Uh, so it, she, it's not like she's killing anybody when that term comes up. Okay. So a killing woman was unaware that growing three cannabis plants in her home, each with an estimated value between two hundred and six hundred pounds uh, quid was illegal 75 year old Gita Bolin who had admitted a charge of producing the class B drug at her Fane Larig house home on July 19th last year so she only had three plants and they estimated them to be worth uh, a little bit so I don't know 200 600 usually they're at least a thousand each here in the UK so you know the, there must have been decent plants well shitty plants <laughs> yeah, they're going for cheap but because he was an old lady she was just growing some small plants but by the sound of things you know uh, her not guilty plea to a charge of possession an air rifle there with, without a certificate was accepted Ooh. by the crown uh, so that was uh, that was okay she's allowed to have the air rifle but she can't have those dangerous cannabis plants now I got but, a whole uh, plate full of air rifles what the hell man yeah you know uh, the yeah, fiscal deputy Sorry, Bull. No, I was just going to say air rifles aren't allowed in the UK or here, I don't think. <laughs> no, I think they are in the UK. We can have air rifles here. I think you have to oh, have a license. You? I'm not I'm not sure about the specifics of it, but you can have air rifles. You can have those airsofts as well. Well, see, we can't have that. We can't even have gel blasters here, man. We can't have anything here. No, don't you can't have me. anything, man. No. Just... And it's a surprise because, you know, spiders can kill you. <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah, 21, you, you need to be able to defend yourself. Uh, 21 out of the 25 most venomous snakes in the world live here, yet we can't defend ourselves. Anyway. So we have uh, more things here. Uh, fiscal deputy, I think that's supposed to be deputy, but they spite it wrong. Uh, fiscal deputy Lindsay Brooks told Sterling Sheriff Court on Wednesday that a witness had been concerned that cannabis plants were being grown at the property. Who's this fucking cheeky bastard witness going grassing up a 75-year-old lady for growing three fucking plants? That's Find what I'd this person. Find, you know what I mean? Find that scumbag. The plants had been spotted during a video chat on right. WhatsApp, she added. So, yeah, yeah, family member or something I mean, right. through video Hell chat no. on that's, WhatsApp. That's shady. That's so shady. Dirt, dirt. Oh, Please, man, would you ever turn in a family member? No way. Sorry, Michael, what you say? I said, would you ever turn in a family member? No way. No, no, ridiculous. I wouldn't turn anybody in. They're not doing anything wrong. You know what I you agree. say, Bobo? She left him out of the will. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of those plants what... was supposed to be for me. Yeah, that's, right. that's what the WhatsApp right. call was about. She was going over who she was giving everything to. <laughs> and they've, they've been scummed in the plan. And you, little Charlie, can go fuck yourself. 
Yeah. I'll stitch you up, Nana. (laughs) So we have Bolin's lawyer told Sheriff Francis Gill that his client, client had never been in trouble before and was extremely remorseful. She had sustained a dislocated shoulder as a result of a bad fall and experiences ongoing pain. She had been taken prescribed as well as over-the-counter painkillers, but these did not alleviate the pain. Bolin told a friend about her situation who suggested she try cannabis. In mitigation, the lawyer suggests that there was a general public misunderstanding about the legality of cannabis. The accused, he added, did not know it was illegal and did not think she was doing anything wrong. Uh, Just uh, finish this off here, look. Bolin had never been in trouble before and was someone with good character, not like them degenerate druggies. The offence had been a grave error on her part and asked Sheriff Gill to consider granting an absolute discharge. So, what do you think about it? There's so many things wrong. 75-year-old lady just growing a few fucking plants and the police have to go in there and do something about it? Arseholes. You know, the person (laughs) grassing them up. Our souls, man. That's the Our worst souls. part right there. Somebody yeah. on WhatsApp sees it in the background and calls the cops. Hello. Well, Maybe and- her friend that suggested she tried cannabis was setting her up the whole time. Wow. Just some oh. narcissistic bitch, you know? Right. They had a, she had a vendetta. She's like, I'm going to take the old lady down. Mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm. Sunday's canasta game. Never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Try, wipe me out in canasta, will you? Yeah, <laughs> and little do we know, you know, this this woman, this seventy five year old woman, is some actual drug kingpin, you know, <laughs> and she's just never been caught in all these years. The air yeah. rifle's just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you check it properly? Was it really an air rifle? You know, <laughs> did you check the cellar, which she's got hidden somewhere in the house? The door isn't open to it anymore. You know, you, they, they don't trust these old ladies, man. They're, they're shady, you know. <laughs> yeah, gone full breaking grand. <laughs> yeah, full breaking, breaking grand. grand. Sure. <laughs> that's right. no, why no, wouldn't you? Well, that's it. Why wouldn't you? She, she wants yeah. cannabis. Would you yeah, expect an old lady, seventy-five-year-old lady, to go out there on the streets, find the BMX bandits on the corner, and be, "Excuse me, Sonny, can you get me twenty bag, please?" It's not going to fucking happen, is it? It's not going to happen. I'm going to get ripped off. I- I'll get it for you in 15 minutes, Grandma. 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. right around the corner. <laughs> right around the, like the weeds right around the corner. 15 minutes. Yeah, you know, fucking hell. She can't even stand for 15 minutes. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's yeah. shocking, man. But it, it's uh, it's that ties into a piece of the forum news that we've got going on later as well. Uh, but yeah, hang around for that. We'll just leave you in suspense for just a little bit longer. We'll talk about that in the, in the uh, forum news section. But yeah, I feel sorry for the old lady. I'm sure she'll get um she'll get let off with it, surely. And what I would do if I was that old lady is I'd go through my WhatsApp calls and see who I'd spoke to recently, see who the most likely culprit was, and I would cut that snake out of my life because you don't need people like that around. <laughs> do we know? You. Did she get what happened? What what kind of charge? Like what happened? Uh the, the it says uh she's been on the last line, offense had been a grave error on her part and asked uh, to get an absolute discharge. Oh, no, there is a, oh, yeah, there's just a little bit more there. It looked like the end of the article because there was articles similar to this. Alternatively, it could be dealt with through an admonition. Anybody know what that is? Is that like a slap on the wrist and a finger wag saying, don't do that uh, again? Mm, Google search. <laughs> is, it, is it not where they've got to admit guilt but not 
So no uh, A firm made. warning or reprimand. Oh, okay. yeah. Pretty much, yeah, admitting you're wrong and saying I won't do it again kind of thing, I think. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, Sheriff Girl nuts. pointed out that ignorance of the law was no defense because he's a twat. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and that he did not accept that there was confusion in the mind of the general public over the legal status of cannabis. Mate, there's confusion amongst the police about the legal status of cannabis. So get a grip, Sheriff, you fucking asshole. I would also argue there could very well be confusion over the legal status in a certain uh, demographic of seniors over the age of 65. That's a, mm. that's quite possible because they're just not, a you know, on the internets as much or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, she's all, nope. she's almost old enough to remember when it wasn't in prohibition. So I'm sure she's <laughs> exactly. Like, and he says, I it, she, I can get it at the drugstore. Yeah. Just to finish this, here, he said, uh, he was not persuaded with an absolute discharge was a pro- that an absolute discharge was appropriate, and bowling one was admonished and dismissed. So yeah, admonished and dismissed is what she got. But what an arsehole this sheriff is! You know, this old lady, seventy-five year old lady, got three plants, which is nothing. I'm sure if he's a sheriff, he's seen many, many other bigger grows. But he's seen this old lady, seventy-five years old, with three plants, and he's like, "No, we're not letting her off. No, you." you Prosecutor in some way, you know that she's lying. Yeah, what an asshole, man! What an asshole! It's just shocking, shocking that they treat an old lady this way. It's shocking that they treat anybody this way for possession of a few fucking plants. But you know, an old lady, especially shopping, shocking. And if you know that person who grasped up the old lady, shame on you, man. Shame on on you. Really, talk about bad karma on you. Yeah, that's it. It'll come back. Always mm-hmm. does. Snitches get stitches, motherfucker. Just saying. That's right. She's Just got an air saying. rifle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're in trouble now. <laughs> she knows who you are. I'm sure she go, knows. She's going to go the purge on everybody now. <laughs> so, Marge, you want to hit up with your news article now because you have some strange news. I do. I do. This is from Stratcan. Pesticide use widespread in the illicit market. Well, legal market cleans up its act. Skeptical, just saying, skeptical. Yeah, Yeah, let's see what they have to say. So they are saying that illicit cannabis in Canada, this is a Canada-specific article, but it could apply elsewhere, is far more likely to contain high levels of pesticides compared to its legal counterparts found a newly released study. Researchers at Health Canada's Pesticide Lab with the Regulatory Operations and Enforcement Branch conducted a study that took samples of dried cannabis flour from the legal and illegal markets analyzing them for pesticide residue. The results found that only six found only a 6% positivity rate for very low levels of two unauthorized pesticides, uh, which I will not name here. They are a fungicide and a herbicide respectively, because I can't pronounce them out of 36 samples (laughs) compared to a 30% positivity rate prior to 2019. It's interesting that you're saying in this paragraph, they had 36 samples and for these two particular fungicide herbicides, uh, it was 6% positivity rate for very low levels compared to a 30% positivity rate prior to 2019. But it doesn't say if that was legal or illegal cannabis in that particular instance. Mm-hmm. But it goes on to say over 18% of licensed cannabis products contained unregistered pesticides prior to the 2019 mandatory cannabis with a sample positivity rate of 30% testing of 96 pesticide active ingredients 
which includes some of the ones that Bubble was just attempting to read. Oh, come on, March, give it a go. Go on. <laughs> Micro boots in anal. <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, it can't be that. Ocelin. <laughs> Um, so there's a whole bunch of pesticides, it looks like, that you can find in this stuff. The researchers also tested 24 samples of illicit cannabis, which had a 92% positivity rate for pesticides, with 23 unique pesticide active ingredients found at a high sample frequency rate of 8 to 17 times. So the illicit cannabis contained, on average, 3.7 different pesticides per sample and 87 percent of positive samples contained more than one pesticide one sample of illicit can cannabis contained nine different pesticide active ingredients so that's like a lot of shit on your weed mm. essentially Ooh. it's uh in layperson's terms <laughs> um yeah it's it crazy man this, fuck they weren't really necessarily testing to like I'm trying to scan through this they weren't necessarily testing to say like one was better than the other uh, while those results show high levels of pesticides on illicit cannabis products, the goal of the study was to better understand the presence of unauthorized pesticides on legal cannabis products and to streamline and expand the existing cannabis influence. I don't know how to say that either. Influence method. So this must be some kind of method that they're using to get rid of pesticides i don't really know does anybody know what the influence method is <laughs> i have no idea i don't even see where you're reading that in the article it's after the chart there's right. a big chart about some of the different pesticides that were detected in the different samples and then it's right under that is that how they is that how they use different light lighting it to check be, it yeah i think that's what they're doing yeah different lighting different different uh filters when they look through the light to, to find trace residue here and there Right. Now, I don't know about all of you guys, but I don't see bugs very often on my plants, which is a good thing. And you know, and when I do, I, I'd be skeptical to use any kind of pesticides whatsoever. You know, I'd rather use sticky traps or something like that, so mm -hmm. that that can catch them and shit. So when it comes to homegrown, and I know it's the same way with the majority of the growers on purses as well. When it comes to homegrown weed, you're not likely to find any fucking pesticides on it at all. Yeah, not, not usually. That's so why guarantee so great too, or having a mm. friend that grows or something, because you just when you're consuming it yourself, you don't want to put anything on it that you wouldn't want to consume. Exactly. Right. Really no yeah. Like when they're saying that it's like a lot of illicit market stuff is so contaminated. Mm. Uh, it just it's just a reminder that a lot of people that are doing it are doing it for profit and not necessarily yeah. because they really give a sh give a shit. I guess. Oh. I mean, I should say that about everybody. There's certainly no, lots that's of exactly it though. Yeah, stuff, but it's it's just about the fucking bottom line. It's just about making they man. They don't even give a shit what the fuck they're spraying on the wheat, which has caused how many health problems in the last right. thirty years. You know, so, they, I mean, because you know that story, that glyphosate story shit, where it started off where they discovered this stuff. They had weed killer, like actual weed killer people. They got a thing on their back. They'd go around amongst the fields and they'll spray all of the uh, the weeds directly with this glyphosate shit. Because if they sprayed it on all the plants, it would kill them. But then they found some bacteria that doesn't get killed by the glyphosate, and they genetically modified the corn. So you it, with this bacteria and then the corn wasn't getting killed by the glyphosate, but it would still kill everything else. So then just started spraying the fucking crops with it, uh, just spraying everything because the, the, the corn will be OK or the wheat. And that was mm -hmm. in like 1996. And then just after 1996, 
I think that's the correct name. It might be 2006. But after that point, everybody started to get these gluten allergies and things like that. And it's like they just spray like our food with loads of shit. But look at the look at the problems they have with cannabis with a little bit of pesticides on it. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I wish they was stringent with everything else as they are with cannabis. (laughs) We might not have any food in the market, though, if it was as uh, crazily serious Mm -hmm. and stringent about everything that we eat. Mm-hmm. There, there wouldn't be anything to buy in the stores. That's God very true. Damn. Once you get into like the more industrial side of agriculture, that's just part of the thing because they can't afford to lose crops to pests mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And yeah, that really yeah. applies to some of these cannabis farmers too. And especially, you know, when you're getting like Albanian gangs involved, I'm not really sure they really are too concerned about the health and welfare of the end user at the end of the day. They're just there to, uh, but if they're, the kind, if they're the kind of people to have like trafficked slaves working in their grow rooms, right. they don't give a fuck about no. what they're spraying that weed with. Yeah. Well, yeah. they don't, they yeah. don't want to kill the consumers. You know, they don't care if they get a little sick because they want them to come back and buy more. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but that's, that's insane. No, yeah, I, mm. I agree with you hundred percent. Mackie home grower is going to take care of his cannabis. He's growing it with love and care because yeah, wants to know everything that went in it. But once you get into these commercial illegal grows, it's all down to how can that, how can I grow this with the minimum a number of hand touches to get to reach harvest? And mm-hmm. the way you do that is with strong strong chemicals. We need right. more robots. That's what we need. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's coming. There, I've seen crazy things out there. People they're looking at drones and things like that to go out there and actually. You know, check your plants with cameras and report problems and things like that. But it's too expensive right now. Yeah, so I just thought it was interesting. And just another reminder as to why we're all here, because home growing is, you know, if you have access or the ability to do it, then you should, if you can, because it's better. It's the only way you're going to get the the safe, reliable cannabis, because nobody else gives a fuck. Nobody will care for your cannabis as much as you do. So grow your own, smoke your own. Having said that, there are some small, you know, there's definitely legacy market growers out there that do care. Mm -hmm. That's also where it's good to know your grower. If Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. the direction you're going to. I think if I'm going to produce, buy something in in a legal environment from the gray market, I definitely want to know my my grower at that point. Mm-hmm. There's just too mm-hmm. much temptation for other people to take advantage of the fact that you don't know who I am. No. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't see it much any different really than going to the farmer's market and talking to the, the farmer at the stand. And I know that, you I know, that that he doesn't time, use pesticides yeah. or whatever, right? Like it's, it's very similar in my mm-hmm. mind anyway. Sure. Yeah, man. So interesting story. And just be careful of your weed, everybody. Don't just, you know, don't assume because it's organic, but it's fucking safe. Because cyanide is organic, and they can put anything on that shit. Yeah, that's so, very true. A lot of organic uh, inputs. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah, we just had a, a, a sneaky little guest slide in through the back door there. <laughs> What's yeah, up, really? I see that. Yeah, <laughs> getting in the back door. I love that. Yeah, man. Oh, <laughs> I had to say it in the right way for you, Billy, so you felt comfortable yeah, when you was in here. Up. You know, I had to yeah. include those innuendos to so you knew where you were. <laughs> <laughs> but you've you been busy inclusion. this weekend. Of course, of oh, course. We're very inclusive here, Billy. You know that. But, uh, yeah, what have you been up to this weekend? You you went to Product Earth, right? I did. I went to Product Earth. And How was it, bro? Nice. Um. I would say it's quite good, actually, in a way. Uh, the event overall was 
nice, I'd say. Right. But uh, obviously there's issues again. Um, but overall, I think it was relatively a success. There's a few points probably that need to be raised, but I'll go through that. Um, first of all, it was nice to see the all the cannabis stalls available, if you know what I mean, the variety mm. at an event. But also, again, it was, I'm still missing a lot of big players. Sort of, there was Seedsman was there and uh, Greenhouse Seeds and that, but there's still a lot of people like Jorge, Seventist, and sort of like all the people that go to Spanabit, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's still got a very um, unknown sort of feel. Yeah, it's still a bit underground. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. And uh, I suppose that's nice in a way that it's not too commercial, but then in another way, you, you need it for the publicity to get the extra people there to get the uh, whole English scene. Uh, a bit mm-hmm. bigger mm-hmm. Um, you could buy cannabis there THC cannabis THC cannabis cool yep so that that was good that there was a variety of stalls selling everything so you could buy all the apparatus from the smoke equipment and as well as the most important ingredient which is cannabis itself mm. um, the quality was pretty good I would say all around to be honest but they are obviously vendors that are Applying their trade, so obviously they're not not going to want to sell crap because people won't buy crap at farmers mm-hmm. market because obviously they're trading against each other. So it's like a trade yeah. off. Look how good my products are, like it should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you can go around all the stalls. So I like to look and smell of his one. I'll buy that. There's Moroccan hash for sale and various things like that. So that was sort of interesting. But um, on the other side of things is. Like the there wasn't too much for the home grower as such. There was some lights and things there, but there wasn't enough. If you know what I mean, variety. Mm. Mm-hmm. There there was some good stalls there, but there wasn't enough to really cater for what we really need as the home grower. Um, but as a festival overall, it was really really poor because the camping side of things was just fucking horrendous to be blunt, really. Um, well, is that because of the weather or what? Or just no, because of no, the conditions? Nothing. Just because of how they let people in. You weren't allowed to take your car unless you were disabled up to the camping spot. So you literally had to carry all your camping equipment by hand from the car park to the campsite, which is like a mile away. Damn. Or more. So, so imagine having to carry like three, four, four days worth of camping equipment mm-hmm. to your campsite. And some people who were sort of disabled like like me who don't have a blue badge so if you had a blue badge you was allowed to drive your car but that was only on the thursday so if you ride on the friday you couldn't so oh. you're sort of stuck to carry all your stuff to and from like some people have to do three four trips with a trolley so if they didn't have a trolley then what are you meant to do like 10 12 trips carrying stuff on the back mm. mm. yeah that just it just doesn't work with camping and if you're disabled and then you're even more screwed because yeah, you can't. You can't get your car back out once you put it back in the camp. Mm-hmm. So if you need to needed to leave the camp to get any food, milk, whatever you needed for your camping experience, then you screwed because you had your car was stuck in the campsite with you. You can get actually off the premises pretty much. Everything was in lockdown. Mm-hmm. So you said the toilets legit. were in bad condition as well. Yeah, yeah, the toilets are like nineteen mm-hmm. eighties toilet blocks and you walk in and they just, just 
mill, like really bad. It's like like they can't even be bothered to use um, chlorine cleaner in it and stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just a shame, really, because like even I, I know the venue's old, but there's no need for this day and age to have really poor toilet blocks. Yeah, it seems to be more people like the guys in the chat here, Benny Ben and Chilbert. They said they had a good time and shit, but it's, it's the community what makes the difference. It's Yeah, the people it, you're spending they, the time with, isn't it? That, that that's yeah, what makes it a good event. it was a good event because of the people you were able to walk around, experience lots of things. Lots of, so it's a, a good day experience, but the whole like trying to get your camp stuff there and like you're cold at night because you're not can't get all your warm fire stuff there, things like that. So it's just they just don't want to make it a a comfortable experience. They, they're like. more bothered about what people are going to do. Like, I don't know what, but <laughs> you're at a cannabis event, for our sake. Most of the people, they're going to be quite chilled and, you know what I mean? It's a different kind of, yeah, it's, that's why you should ban alcohol. And then there's just fencing everywhere. You feel like you're, you're locked in and oh, it just made access to your personal possessions, which is very awkward. Basically, you have to stash everything in your tents, and if there was bad weather, then you're sort of like fuck. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but we'll let you go because we've got one more news story to cover as well and you know we want to let people try and forget about the bad time you had at product Earth. Yeah, <laughs> it makes me feel like saying, "Hey, I'm glad it didn't show up." no, I think You know, I think it's good, but <laughs> it's got a lot to work we'll on make to you make fucking it a mind pleasant up, Billy. experience. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with John. It wouldn't be a Billy report if it had nothing. No complaints in it. There you go. Yeah, man. So it, it does seem like it was a good time. It just there's things that they can definitely take into consideration for next year. More toilets, cleaner toilets, Yeah, yeah, things like better, that. better, but just better all round camping experience, really, and trying to cater Right. for disabled people a little more in that way. Just Right then. the logistics of the event needs to be organised more, rather Cool. than just concentrating on who's coming and what's happening. Hmm. Nice, man. I don't Good think feedback. the NAC is a very good venue to work with, maybe. Maybe they're bastards with Probably, probably. regulations, it probably isn't. Along Mm. it's normally regulations that balls things up. Sweet. Well, thanks then, Billy. We'll uh, we'll let you go. Thanks for jopping in. Thanks for doing the Yeah. roving Oh, reporter. And let us know next time you're out there doing some roving reporting and you can report some stuff to us again, man. uh, can I not stay and troll chat from here? Not really, no. <laughs> oh, Good. okay then. You are nowhere All right. near a professional enough for that. It's like Oh, okay. you've, you've got about four minutes, Billy, until he starts just cracking, you know? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> That's it. just Okay then. randomly shouting out tits for no reason, you know, things Yeah, like that. throwing <laughs> socks at people. yeah, that's yeah, it. Ooh. you know how it is. <laughs> Heavy I'll socks. let you go then. <laughs> Slapping people with wet socks. <laughs> yeah, you see what happens, Billy? You see what you see what you've done, you know? I've started it. I've started <laughs> it. I'll All right, leave nice on on a then, good Billy. note then. Yeah, Yeah, man. We'll catch you later, Thanks, mate. Billy. Bye bye. Thanks for jumping in, bro. Bye. Bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> but what are you saying then, Monkey? This last one you have here? Yeah, this is kind of just a, it caught my eye. Let's go ahead and talk about it a little bit. It says American tourist hot boxes, popular Thailand beach area with cannabis filled fog machine. Sounds like fun, right? <laughs> Not Yeah, really, yeah. but <laughs> he said he was creating content to promote his marijuana themed lifestyle brand. Hmm. So ever since Thailand was uh, became the first country in Asia to legalize cannabis last June, 
Bangalore Walking Street, a popular hotspot in Peitong Beach in Phuket, has attracted dozens of cannabis dispensaries, but that doesn't exactly mean that it's legal to blaze up while taking a stroll through the area. Nor it, is it okay, apparently, to blast unsuspecting visitors with essentially a fog machine churning out weed smoke. But that's precisely what happened in a bizarre incident earlier this month. In a Facebook post, Phuket Pro Provincial Police said that American tourist Angam Borak Chichang, whatever that is, but I, you know, this is a really tough name. I can't do this with Mackie. But anyway, 55. <laughs> A 55-year-old American tourist walked through a crowded area at 2.30 a.m. on August 18th, blasting passers-by with some unsuspecting and some willing participants with smoke from the machine. Uh, the Instagram profile, which has since been set to private, indicated that he owns a weed-themed California-based lifestyle brand called Kush Life. It's unclear if he was, if him or his business was affiliated but the machine he was using was apparently called the Kush Cannon, which advertises on his Instagram as a hotbox machine that can be uh, you can book to get your birthday party or event hotboxed. Basically, <clears throat> think of a leaf blower with with a bowl on the end of it. That's what this yeah, guy I was going to say. That's what hey, it yo. sounds like, just to running around yeah. with a leaf blower and a he's, bit of um, weed. He's stylized it a little bit, but yeah, it's a battery operated leaf blower and he's put a, a gig, ginormous bowl on the back. You, you shove a, a couple ounces in it, light it off. And when you squeeze the trigger, it just basically blows smoke everywhere. I, I mean, you see him on YouTube all the time. Okay, when tracked down by authorities after being identified by CCTV cameras around the area, he admitted that making he was making content to promote his business abroad. Police informed him that such actions cannot be done in public, and although he said he did not consider it an inappropriate act, he apologizes for damaging the tourism image of Phuket and, and even recorded a video clip to that extent. Then he left Phuket the following day. The Post did not say whether he was charged or fined for his actions, but according to the Washington Post article on Thailand's booming weed business, smoking cannabis in public is technically illegal and punishable in public, uh, by a, a nuisance fine of $870 or a potential three-month jail sentence. However, Thailand's mm. Department of Health warned that back in April that authorities would start enforcing the rules more strictly. In other words, leave your hotbox machine at home. Now, mm. uh, this article caught Ooh. my attention because, <laughs> well, as a tourist, I'm coming joking. to some <laughs> other country or any other area, you know, come to a different state, different country, different... You really should obey the laws with cannabis. And this guy, yeah, he was probably thinking he was having fun. It was going to be a great, a great fun, but it's not technically legal. And while maybe half the people might enjoy it, probably half didn't enjoy it either. So I don't, I don't know if I would want to be if I was just walking down the street and somebody randomly blasted me with a weed cannon, and now I am I completely reek of weed smoke. I don't know if I would be happy about that. Are there pesticides in it? That's what you would. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know I really saying? couldn't say. Was it good Where's quality it weed? Yeah, was it good weed, or was this, you know, was this ditch weed he was using? A lot, a lot of questions in that. Is it just leaf? You know, just walking through. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, just you know, trim though. It's just <laughs> fucking trim and stem. Got some seeds in it. Imagine that. Just a couple <laughs> oh. of seeds in that. Well, fuck the whole thing. <laughs> walking through a cloud of fucking stinky, plasticky, stinking smoke. Yeah. Imagine no, copping that. Just hot yeah. smoke in the face and a couple of beaming hot seeds come flying. Out <laughs> <of you>. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Damn. no. 
but yeah, I mean, it just it it uh, it sparked to be to me like he thought he was he was being innocent and having fun, but you know, Thailand seems to have had a lot of problems with people really thinking they can go over there and it's the wild west of weed. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. And they've really been trying to rein it in. And I believe that that's one of the reasons that they've had to rein in their program a little bit is because people were going way too far with it. You know, it was never intended to go this far, but go ahead. Yeah. Run. It is a little obnoxious. It is for sure, is. man. And, you know, we like to try and encourage people to be good examples of cannabis users in the cannabis community when they're out there in the real, in the real world, you know, just exactly. try and set a good example, especially if you have cannabis with you and you're smoking, just try and be a nice person. Try not to get in anybody's way, you know, understand Sorry. that not everybody loves weed, man. That's just and the way it is. Well, if you're making around content. children, yeah. Right. If you're making content for the gram, yeah. it's all good for the gram. But you know? I mean, I'm sure you could find a more appropriate place to do it than a very public setting. Yeah, mm -hmm. he was on the beach, basically out there just blasting people on the beach at, at one to two. Uh, what is two thirty in the morning? So he probably didn't have too many kids out there at two thirty in the morning. She may have had grandma out there, you know, taking a walk on the beach and really not want to get blasted. You know, that seventy-five year old right? woman. Exactly. It was oh, really, grow oh, out here too. It's grow here too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what started it. You know. <laughs> I was over in Thailand and there was this kid just blowing weed smoke at me. Exactly. I mean, so it's I it's two thirty in the morning in Phuket, in Patong. It's <laughs> there's not there's not going to be a whole lot of kids and families running around. Mm, it's going to no. be you know, but at the same time, a little bit of respect for other people might be nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've always found that you know having that little extra respect with people, especially if you're a tour cannabis tourism kind of person yeah. like that gets you a long way uh in, in life you know respect the, the customs respect the laws and people respect you more you'll have a better time but i, I can see where he he thought this was going to be good and i wonder if he got any what kind of clicks he got off of this because you know what the reels out there i guarantee you well now it's been reported on news channels like as and you know it's in <laughs> newspapers they're looking for that it's reel fun. now yeah like they say man no publicity is bad publicity Kush Cannon has an Instagram account. I just opened it and it shows the American tourists forced to apologize in Thailand after blowing marijuana smoke on a crowded street. And the comments, there's a lot of comments. People <laughs> have a lot to say about this, as you can imagine. Yeah. But there's a Both couple where like this Thai cannabis owners, just like this kind of shit is what's going to make the government like, obviously, the government doesn't like seeing this kind of stuff. Right. And they're saying that it's putting their businesses at risk because the government's already considering making it illegal again. Now, I don't know right. if it's true, but that's what this one particular commenter is saying. And yeah. he's like, this is a foreign country, not a pop-up weed event, which is also kind of a good point. Like this guy came over from another place and was just like, let's mm -hmm. just blast everybody with weed without their consent. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's it's completely wrong. Like you said, it's... <sighs> Doing this kind of stuff is just going to cause problems, you know, down the line. Like you said, Marge, and please, everybody, you go to another place for cannabis tourism, find out what the law is and just, you know, yeah, I'm, sure he, I'm, I'm sure there was a place he could have done this and not gotten into trouble, but he had to do it out there in the middle of the street. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's supposed to hotbox. It's for hotboxing places. Go to a smaller enclosed area where you can actually hotbox something. Right. And get permission from the owner <laughs> of a smaller area and hotbox right. it for them. You know, yeah. and walk to the next place and ask permission and get it done. Yeah. I'm sure Whatever. there'll be lots of willing participants as 
Yeah, you just know, one, of, sort of just one person, any who's made the complaint and got, in, got this guy in trouble. Maybe Too bad they don't have phone boxes around anymore. You know, that'd be a great place. <laughs> I don't know. In the UK, uh, yeah, we're kind of happy not to have them around because they just stink of piss and got stickers of prostitutes in the windows everywhere. That True story it used to be. Yeah. I can True remember story. back, you know, toward when it, when the pay phones were starting to go out, it's like I didn't even want to touch that. Do I have to pick that thing up to use it? Oh, God, no. You know, <laughs> they had to put my like, mouth by that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. It's like, uh, you know, I think I'll wait uh, from uh, home. Yeah, yeah oh, wait, it's not that important. But yeah. there, it's just one more thing we should quickly cover before we uh, wrap it up here, where there is a petition. This is going to take another five minutes for us to actually discuss it, because I know this is going to end up as a little bit of a discussion. Well, there's a, a new petition going around the UK, but, you know, on one of those petition websites, right? Where I don't know the names of them specifically. I do have the link, link right here. Right? Petition.parliament.uk slash petitions slash 635748. That is the website you can go to to find this petition. And it's essentially a petition which is trying to persuade the government or after 100,000 signatures, the government is legally bound to discuss whatever uh the the petition is that got a hundred thousand signature you have to discuss what it is uh, i think so i think that's the rules anyway so people have to go and sign this petition and it's essentially to say people who are prescribed cannabis for medical use in the uk it should be allowed to grow their own at home that's the that's what the petition is for and, you know, uh, I've, I've been doing this kind of thing to have seen a few of these kinds of uh, petitions who come across the, the UK Parliament's desks now. And they just never go anywhere, man. I remember it was like in 2018, I think it was two, maybe 2017. It was around then where they, there was a huge petition, you know, to legalize cannabis in the UK. And it got fucking ridiculous amount of hundreds of thousands, maybe over a million signatures. It was huge, man. And it got good publicity. Loads of people found out about it. Loads of people signed it. And when, just like any other government, that as is crooked as fuck. And though they say after 100,000 signatures, we have to discuss it in Parliament, they can discuss it. But what's going to be done after that? And nothing has been done after that. These... Uh, weed is no more legal now than it was back then when a shitload of people signed that petition and signing this one i don't know if we'll do anything either you know are, are they really going to listen they'll they'll legalize cannabis and allow us to grow when it's good for them for some reason that's my opinion what do you all think of this well you said they're legally re required to listen if you have the petition signed okay so they'll listen but they won't do any damn thing about it mm. mm -hmm. pretty much that's uk 420 by the way Smoke. <laughs> well, it's 421 for me, but you know. Your exit right. time is correct, man. Yes, yeah. we're all right. Uh, at least yeah, so, you waited the sorry, extra bubble. minute. Yeah. You were, <laughs> just, <laughs> well, I just noticed what the time was because we're running a little bit over, but I think this is uh, interesting, man. What do you think about petitions? Do you have the same thing? You, you, or did petitions do it for Canada, Margie? Is that what pushed Canada over the edge? I'm trying to think. I'm sure there must have been lots of petitions going around because people have been, I can remember people pushing for legalization when I was in high school. And I'm not going to tell you how many, 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 many years ago that was. So, it's only like five uh, years ago, right? Yeah, it was, was like say, five years ago. I was going to say four, so yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he's just but, coming on to five now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, 
I don't, I don't know. I can't remember any specifically. I've probably signed a couple over the years myself. Mm-hmm. So have I. Yeah. I just feel like in the end, it's really getting a favorable government in place because I'm not a big Trudeau fan myself, but he did come in and say, I'm going to legalize. And then he actually did it. Even though people are like, but wait, you should slow down. Wow. And then we're like, well, we'll figure it out as we go. And that's kind of what's been happening. It's, I don't know, it's working. Well, the so, Robin reporter who's just been in the show, he just uh, dropped some kid in the chat there. He said, cannabis is legal medically in the UK for five years. Zero children are prescribed it in the UK. Uh, they don't give a fuck about what you say or do. And that's how I see it too. The, the petition can be signed by however many people. The government will change the rules when it's good for them. And that's all. Yeah, you really do need to get the right people in place to see the, the benefits of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. The Band-Aid off. Yep. That's kind of how it happened here. It feels like they were just like, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sign the petition if you can, everybody, because, you, you know, it's there. And if you think that it will do any good or you just want to show support for this kind of thing, then, yeah, man, go fill out the petition. I will I probably do it too, because I mean, if yeah. they have overwhelming, if they can see like over time, there's overwhelming support for this kind of thing from the people, then, you know, maybe eventually you have to be like, well, there's a market for it. We can make money from that. So, <laughs> you know, there's only 10,000 signatures on it right now. So that's a, that's pretty low down. I don't know when it came out. I don't know when it was released at 100,000 signatures. This petition will be considered for debate in parliament. So, and you know, I'm sure everybody is aware listening to this show that we all do think that people should be able to grow their own cannabis for medicinal uses or for personal uses, whatever, you know, and that's just, it goes without saying. So we obviously support this petition, but it's just whether it will go anywhere, whether it will actually change anything. So I think we need to do other things as well as this, you know, this is going to help in some way, even if it's just bringing attention to the, the problem of people who are legalized cannabis users can't grow their own. Maybe you need to go hotbox Parliament. Yeah. yeah there you go. Take the push cannon. <laughs> Take the push cannon to Parliament. parliament. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That would be quite the stunt. Now, there's a stunt. Yeah, yeah. But how, how long are you locked up for that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, still I got the stink of that cheese out of here. <laughs> they all be, be too high to, to throw the book at them. So. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> throw the book and miss. That's it, man. Yeah. Uh, Yes, very cool. Uh, I hope it does something, but I think there's more we need to do than this. So do as much as you can. Sign the petition. I haven't really sold it to anybody here during that little section, but you know, <laughs> if if petition is something that you guys do, then there is a petition where you can go and sign, which would be cool. You know. Anyway, there's this petition. Sign it if you want. Whatever. Yeah, but it probably won't make a difference, you know. Yeah, it just I don't mean to shoot it down, but you know what I'm like, everybody. I just have no faith in this government anymore. It's a damn shame. Damn shame. Damn shame. It's a damn shame. And that is a good point to move on to a smoke break, I think. Let's do it. And there we go, everybody. That's this week's cannabis news and events. If you see any news stories you would like us to cover on next week's show, then do feel free to get in touch. In all the same usual places over on PersusGrowroom.com, the Discord server, messages on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Find us anywhere there. Send us links for news stories that you've seen that we might be interested in, and we can cover them on next week's show. 
But yes, that's about it for this week's Cannabis News and Events. Don't forget we have the interview on Wednesday and we have the Grow Guides on Friday as well. And we're all the way up to episode 80 on the Grow Guide. So there's lots of stuff that's been covered so far. If you have any suggestions for future episodes of Grow Guides, then please do get in touch as well. We need some ideas for what else we should cover. I think we'll push the Grow Guides to episode 100 if we can and then start the whole thing over again because it's just getting harder and harder to find different subjects for us to cover in great detail. But uh, we'll try and push it to episode 100 and see what happens from there. We will, of course, let you know. If you have any suggestions, then do feel free to get in touch. We would like to hear from you and see what you guys think about what we can do about the future episodes of Grow Guides. But anyway, for now, stay high, stay safe. And thank you, as always, for being here and downloading and listening to the show. We massively appreciate it, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll catch you on the next one. Goodbye.